Turn it into new and cool stuff that is well shiny and new and awesome. Excuse me, but my name is Theodore. Okay, you two. I think you both are correct to a point. Both old and new things are both important. If it weren't for things invented long ago, then we wouldn't have the new innovations we have today. Just look at the radio. Ah, uh, yes. The radio, invented in the early 20th century by Guglielmo Marconi. The radio uses the transmission of electromagnetic waves with frequencies below those of visible light. 
How do you know all of this, Tenmeister? It says it right here on the display board. And my name is Theodore. Hey, this is a pretty cool looking exhibit. It follows the use of the radio over the decades. Radio is pretty important over the last 100 years. The radio is boring. The only time I hear it is when my dad listens to the news, traffic reports, or sports guys blabbering on and on about sports. Plus, who needs that when you can just stream Spotify over the 5G network? Jennifer, in the 1930s, they didn't have Spotify or a 5G network. Those poor, poor people, what did they do? Well, if we push the button on the 1930s, we'll find out through this interactive display. I think it will be quite informative. Hello, Batavia. It's awesome Addie at the mic. Welcome to the radio station that plays the hits while you sing along. Excellent Ella here. We got the oldies, the goodies, and all of the songs that kids have loved throughout the years. It's music coming at you right here on KYDZ, the radio station for you and me. In 1929, the stock market crashed and the world fell into financial turmoil, which we call the Great Depression. For eight years, the Plain States suffered a severe drought, creating what we know as the Great Dust Bowl. Many families lost their farms and livelihoods. With much of America out of work, soup kitchens were common, as were families wandering from town to town looking for employment. To cheer themselves up, people huddled around the radio and listened to music. They heard songs like, Life is just a bowl of cherries and we're in the mud. Brother, can you spare a diamond? Ain't we got fun? Well, Ma, it's 1929 and the stock market just crashed. Oh, no! What did it crash into? Not only that, Ma, I've lost my job. Well, you better go look for it. And to top that, all our crops have failed. Obviously, they needed to study harder. Our children are complaining they have no shoes. Our children. We don't even have children. <laughs> the whole country is in a severe depression from which we may never recover. Now that is depressing. How will we ever cheer them up? Well, Ma, you know the best way to do that? Let's, Let's listen, listen to, to What's on, on the Radio. radio.
It was definitely better than listening to the radio. <coughs> the Great Depression was a very difficult time in our nation's history. The radio was very important in helping people escape their troubles and sorrows, even if it was just for a little while. By 1933, two-thirds of Americans had at least one radio in their homes. Radio was pretty important back then. For most families, it was the only source of entertainment. Only source of entertainment? Why didn't they just stream Hulu and Netflix over their 65-inch 4K LED flat-screen smart TV? Jennifer, there wasn't any Hulu or Netflix or 65-inch smart LED flat-screens. What? No streaming? Someone give me some air, I feel faint. Take it easy, Jenny. That was then. Things were different. Now, in the 1940s, the radio became really important. The 1940s was the era of World War II. The United States, along with the other allied countries, fought against the Axis powers of Germany and Japan. The Axis powers tried to dominate the world, and the allies fought hard to stop them. Whoa. That sounds pretty intense, Tedster. How did the radio play a part in all of that? My name is Theodore. Um, Jenny, why don't you just push the button for the 1940s and we'll find out. And we're back. I'm Awesome Eddie. And I'm Excellent Ella. And this is KYDZ, the radio station for you and me. In the 1940s, Americans were caught up in World War II. Folks on the home front listened to the radio to get the latest news on how the war effort was going overseas. People listened to music to make them feel closer to their loved ones away at war. And to remember happier times. They listened to songs like, I'll be seeing you, and don't sit under the apple tree with anyone else but me. It was the age of big bands playing songs like, take the A train or in the mood. Terribly. Hope all is well on the war front. Make sure to tell them the Bulldogs went to state again. And I made the cheerleading team. Dear mom, dad, and sis, I really miss you all. Life here in the Army isn't easy, but we're doing our best to keep the world free. Things on the home front are going well, but not easy. Rationing makes things like sugar hard to come by. Yeah, tell them the rubber on my tires is so thin, you can see the air inside. <laughs> We do get pretty good food and supplies from back home, so thank you for that. I hope all is well at the home front and that sister of mine isn't going near my records collection. Don't forget to tell Joey I love listening to his records. Especially the Boogie Woogie. Your records are safe. Your sister hasn't touched them. Completely safe. And most importantly, I have been given a very important assignment. We are all wondering just what they have you doing over there. I bet he's pretty important, vital to our army's success. Everyone in the whole company has to listen to me. We are sure you're being very brave and very important. Yes, sir. I'm the bugle boy.
Well, how was that decade? That was fun. Swing music sure was. Swingy. I think I even tapped my toes a few times. Okay. I guess those old radios were pretty important to the people of that time. I am kind of excited to hear what happens in the next decade. That would be the 1950s. The 1950s. The start of the Cold War and the beginning of the nuclear age. The war, the country was at war again on the Korean Peninsula. But by the late 1950s, television started producing variety shows such as comedy and drama programs. But the radio was the heartbeat of a new craze across the nation. Rock and roll. Tedorama, you are amazing. My name is Thea. Um, Jenny, hit the button. And we're back. I'm Awesome Eddie. And I'm Excellent Ella. And this is KYDZ, the, the radio station for you and me. The 1950s was all about rock and roll, baby. Bill Haley and the Comets release of Rock Around the Clock forever changed the lives between parents and teeny boppers. The parents hated it, which means teens loved it. And a superstar was created, which really shook up the music scene. They called him the king. Elvis Presley got the song, got the world's attention with songs like Heartbreak Hotel, Blue Suede Shoes, and Hound Dog. Oh, Peggy, did you hear that Elvis has a new song out today that's been playing non-stop on KYDZ Radio? Oh, really, Betty? I can't wait to hear it. Isn't Elvis Presley just the dreamiest? Oh, gee, I have a song we can dance to. I'm not sure there is a song you can dance to. Me, me too. I've been practicing some new Elvis moves that really drive the girls wild. Wild might not be the correct word for whatever that was. You better keep practicing, Tommy. In order to dance like Elvis, you have to be able to do this. Tommy's not the only one that needs to keep practicing. Or this. Careful, don't hurt yourself. Check this out. I cannot take much more of this. Yeah, if they keep this up, we'll need to call an ambulance. Come on, girls, let's go and listen to the real kid.
that was F-U-N. I think I heard that song at my grandparents' house, though. After that came the 1960s, the time of JFK and LBJ and MLK. The fight for civil rights marched on Washington and all over the nation. But the war in Vietnam gripped the nation. Teddy, you are like a walking encyclopedia. My name is Theodore. I Jenny. And we're back. I'm Awesome Addy. And I'm Excellent Ella. And this is KYDZ, the radio station for you and me. In the 1960s, bands from around the world were being heard on the radio. Band, they were, bands came from all over, but the bands from England made the most impact. The British Invasion! What is that noise? It's my cool transistor radio. Son, you need a haircut. But Dad, long hair is in. Not in this house, it isn't. But Dad. Next thing you know, girls will be wearing pants and getting tattoos, and boys will grow long hair and be wearing earrings. But Dad. And turn down that radio. But Dad, it's the Beatles. The Beatles? I love those guys. <laughs>
That was groovy. Yeah, psychedelic. I have an apology to make to you both. What's wrong, Theodore? I have no information for you on the 70s. Why not? <laughs> Why not? Did your computer melt from too much searching on Wikipedia? No, I've searched all around, but it appears there wasn't much that happened in the 70s that everybody wanted to remember. <laughs> I saw pictures of the clothes they wore back then. I can see why. Then just skip to the 80s. And we're back. I'm Awesome Addie. And I'm Excellent Ella. And this is KYDZ, the radio station for you and me. In the, 1980, the 1980s brought new music styles. Pop was here and in the set. You can listen to music on your boombox, Walkman, CD player, or see the latest hits of your favorite groups on your MTV or VH1. What are those things you just listed? I have no idea. <laughs> anyway, the digital age was upon us, and this is just the, this the first new way to hear your favorite jams. The radio is being edged out to a new world of technology. not wanting us to dance? Yeah. Are the teachers trying to stop us from having fun again? Is it our parents trying to control our every move and overprotect us? Is it the city hall trying to keep us from ruining their quaint little suburban paradise? Is it the... Is it the ice-cold grip of society trying to stop us, Generation Alphas, from becoming too powerful and destroying civilization as we know it through loud music and crazy dancing? <laughs> Because of the return of COVID! Ah! 
This has been a blast. I guess learning about the old things really help us understand to where we are today. Even the old things were new at once. I guess we should keep them around and not recycle them after all. It is important to understand and study our history, but the future looks like it has some pretty interesting things to come. Well, I'm glad you both have come to a mutual understanding. It looks like you really enjoyed the exhibit. I'm glad we stayed and checked it out. It was even fun hanging out with you, Ted. <clears throat> I mean, Theodore. Thank you, Jenny. I enjoyed my time with you also. You two know what I want to do now? What? what? That last dance again.
singers, come back up here into your spots. Fifth graders, could you back up a little bit? Girls, boys, hold on, Kevin, back up. Fourth graders, could you back up a little bit? Okay, have a seat, guys. We'll get the streamers later. That was a surprise. Thank you, BFAC. Wowzers, that was cool. <laughs> we can't give complaints just yet. <laughs> All right, so six weeks ago, and like 5,000 practices, I asked these kids to learn a bunch of words to songs, um, a tremendous amount of speaking part lines, dance moves, and you drove them here every morning or to this school every morning so they could work on that. And in my mind, I had this picture of what this show should look like. That was it. That's exactly, you did everything I wanted you to. They're already done. They're like, yeah, we're good. We did this. Yeah. What's next? Bring it on. Kids, listen for a second, because I want to talk to you. I want you to listen, okay? And then I'll talk to your parents. They're not going to listen right now. When you take something like a show, a musical or something, it's just words and, and ink on a page. It takes a lot of work to turn it into a show, doesn't it? Did you do a lot of work? Did you work pretty hard? How many of you worked like really hard this last week when you're like, oh, I got the shows this week. I gotta be ready, yeah. And it was spectacular. I hope you feel really proud of what you accomplished and the streamers. I hope you feel good with those two. <laughs> I, you know, I'm, I'm hoping our friends will share. All right, can I talk to them now and then we'll get done with this, all right. You're gonna sit right here, girls. I guess you got a lot of excitement in them, so. Um, before we go, I, I do have to give some thank yous that I, I want to do here. And um, first I'd like to thank Dr. Skomer and all the staff, um, everyone at Louise White School, that they support us and, you know, they put up with me sending kids late because I'm like, we're getting two more minutes out of this rehearsal. Um, and everything they do there. So Dr. Skomer, Louise Whitestaff, if any of you are here or watching, thank you, thank you. And 33 years ago when I started in the district, there was a boy in my fifth grade class at H.C. Storm. His name is Dominic Cotero, and he is the director of the Batavia Fine Arts Center today, or he has been for a while. So Dominic, Joe, everyone, thank you so much. This was awesome. And talking about the, the Fine Arts Center here, this is such a special place. There are not many other schools in our country that have something this fantastic. And what they do with the lights and the sound, um, boy, if this was in the gym at Louise White, it would be nice, but this just was super special. So I, I thank you for supporting this in our district. It's really an important thing. And if you come to the high school and you watch the performances that they do here, it just gets better. So thank you for making sure this happens and stays. Thank you.
Uh, my teammates, Mr. Schulze and Mr. Law, um, you know, they're always there to support me. Um, we stand outside the room and have team talks and chats, and uh, so I want to thank them for um, just being behind me and telling me that I have to go back and teach. I can't hide out in the teacher's lounge. So thank you guys. I appreciate all of your support. And hey kids, did you like your hats? Yeah. Well, okay. Um, did you, do you like the radio, the paint on the radio? Oh, don't say no because the lady that helped do it all is sitting right up there and she'll tell me about it. Uh-huh. Um, as always, my wife, Chris Zimmer, who is sitting right back there and has to stand up. It's the last time, baby. Thank you. Oh, this doesn't happen without her, so. <clears throat> and all the husbands out there are going, yep. Um, I also want to thank all of our chaperones and our ushers that came early tonight to help keep the kids in play. Um, they got to see what it looks like getting a show ready and they're kind of like, whoa, that's not pretty. But um, um, thank you for coming early, making sure we all stayed in the right area here and got to the bathroom and all of that. Thank you chaperones and ushers for coming in. Oh, and I forgot a piece of paper in my binder. And um, I want to thank all of you parents in that for bringing your kids and supporting um, everything that they've been doing. Because if you didn't bring them, I would just be standing in my room alone. So thank you for bringing them and supporting um, all of the work that they put into this. Plus listening to all these songs um, for a long time in your house. So thank you very much. Can you give your parents a round of applause? I have to get a piece of paper. Oh. Nope, I can use my phone. Boy, I couldn't do this 33 years ago. Yeah. All right, so the last group that I have to thank is all of you kids for all your hard work. But you know what? We got some people that had some special roles and I want to make sure that we recognize them and they they can get uh, some extra applause for all of the lines that they memorized. So I'm gonna call up our students. Um, you know what, you can make a line starting down there and work your way down here as so I call you up. And I know we're supposed to save our applause to the end, but I don't like that. We all need applause, so we're gonna give our applause um, to each and every one of them. Student number four, Eden Nanaka. She has a plan for world domination. I think you can all see it coming to fruition. Um, student number three, Vari Melvin. Student number two, such original names we give them here. Student number two, Allie Hawkins. And student number one, Aubrey Peterson. Our 1960s son who needs a haircut, Dexter Delavia. 
and our 60s Beatle-loving father, Caleb Edwards. In our World War II scene, our bugle boy, Spencer Fusick. Our sister was Alexis Hernandez. Our dad was Nicholas Riccio. And mother was played by Addison Jonak. <laughs> Our 1950s uh, greasers, um, Jack was played by Nathan Vermont. Tommy was played by Jacob Stevenson. Mary was played by Eleanor Fusick. Betty was played by Isabella Freeman. And Peggy was played by Brooklyn Geary. Ma was played by Savannah Singer. And Pa was played by Ben Hammond. And our two radio announcers, excellent Ella was Ella Josephson. And awesome Addie was played by Addie Fusick. And our museum goers, Susan was played by Kinley Sharda. Theodore was played by Hugh Tiriton. And Jenny was played by Vivian Haas. So in giving the lines out and um, a lot of the dad jokes that I put into the show, the kids were, they were kind of like, really, I have to say it how? And I'm like, trust me, I know, I'm a dad. So. Um, all of you, I know there was a lot of lines and there was so many times I'm like, be expressive, do something. Tonight you did it, that was it, that was awesome. So good job to all of you, well done. You are wonderful people, thank you. All right, so thank you all for coming. 
It's been a fantastic show. It's been a wonderful 33 years. Thank you. Thank Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you very much. All right, you may find your children and take them home. Have a great night. <laughs>